Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. Yes, we are back with the afternoon edition now on a Monday here in the North on a very beautiful, calm Monday. Much the weather just unseasonably nice for a change. Anyway, Northlanders, <clears throat> Twin Ports Cremation Services understands how hard it is when a loved one passes away. They want to ease the burden on families during this very difficult time. They offer the most affordable cremation service in the area at just 1450 bucks. They are locally owned and operated, and the money you pay for services at Twin Ports Cremation Services comes back right here and stays in the community. They also offer prepaid services to help ease the burden on your loved ones. Visit TwinPortsCremation.com, that's TwinPortsCremation.com, or call them at 218-624-4598. 218-624-4598, Twin Ports Cremation Services. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, we need some phone callers. And uh, I want to hear what other people think about what this, uh, what is attempting to be done in in regards to the a border issue here in this country. And, you know, if you don't think the border issue is an issue at all, you don't think it's going to affect the election this year, let me know that too. You can call us at 218-722-0839. That's 218-722-0839. There's two ways you can do that. You can call, you can dial that number, put that in your cell phone, in your smartphone, and then hit the call button and it'll come right into the studio. Kenny will ask your name, what you want to talk about. Or you can dial that number again, that 218-722-0839, and then hit that message button on your smartphone. In other words, just send us a text message. Tell us, hey, here's what I think about the border. And uh, Kenny will read them uh, from time to time, and he'll uh, put the ones on the air, and then you don't have to call, you don't have to talk to that mean old Brad. <laughs> anyway, we got... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we got caller. We got a caller. Who do we got? We do. We have Jeff from Superior, and I'm going to let Jeff uh, talk about what he wants to talk about. But this is okay. a big deal, Brad. And so, Ooh. Jeff from Superior, I'm glad you're talking about this. Jeff, well, good, good afternoon. I, it's well, good afternoon, Brad. It's a privilege to uh, talk to you again. You and I have been talking for almost two years now. I mean, yes, it is. And, uh, and it, Good stuff. What do you got? I was excited. I had a I had a fun weekend. Thank goodness for the internet. I was able to watch uh, the championship games for the national championships were in New Jersey this weekend, and the oh, two rinks. Okay. From, yeah, the two rinks from the Duluth Curling Club won. The um, John Schuster Rink uh, won for the eighth time in the last ten years. National champion. He was the Olympic gold champion in 2018. His rink won, but uh, they, play, they played Corey Dropkin. Corey beat him uh, the first game because it's a, kind of a layered uh, round-robin kind of thing. But John Schuster yeah. won when it mattered, I guess, is the, is the way to say it. So he's the uh, reigning men's team national champion. He'll go on to the uh, world championships. I think it's in Switzerland uh, the end of next month. And Tabitha, she's also from Duluth, from what I understand. 
and she won, and they will go to the women's national championship or world championship, which I also believe is next month. So congratulations does, to those do, two, does two that, clubs. Does that pretty much give them a step up for the Olympics? Does that pretty much kind of well give them a little bit the of way, edge there? Good question. The way the USA Curling uh, Association handles it is you have national champions every year in curling. Right. And, you know, the Olympics okay. is every four years. So the right. year before, during the year before the curling uh, uh event at the olympics they have a separate tournament and you can qualify for that tournament you know wherever you curl in the in the country and to represent the united states so you could be national champion and still lose the olympic curling yeah that happened to jamie sinclair for she was champion for three years this is an olympic this is an olympic year isn't it jeff uh, well, this is 2024. The last one was in 2022, so I think it's still oh, a couple of okay. years. I may so be this wrong. Must be, but, uh, this must, must be a winter Olympic year then or something. This I know this yeah, swimming and stuff is coming up. Yeah, yeah. They, the way the Olympics work, I think it's staggered where you have the summer yeah, 2026 Olympics. 2026 is, is the next winter Olympics. So, Brad, basically what you have is you have Team Schuster uh, based in uh, the, at the Duluth Curling Club. They are the right. men's USA champions. And yeah, Team Peterson, oh, there he goes, Team Peterson, their hometown is St. Paul. So the women are the USA curling champions as well. So both curling champions in the u.s are minnesota-based minnesota teams women and men it's pretty remarkable and uh, my goodness that's just fantastic it really is that really is that's 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 really the duluth curling club can boast uh national champions there the duluth curling club is one of the oldest largest and most accomplished curling clubs in the usa come on that's really great. That's really great. Yeah, it always has been just a fantastic program. Well, I'm, I'm glad he brought that up because I saw this and there was very little on the news, at least what the news I watched, and maybe there was some good coverage. I'm not sure. But uh, Team Schuster, hometown Duluth, Minnesota, a best yeah. men's uh, curling team in the USA. And like Jeff said, they're going to play uh, Worlds. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Hey, uh, b- by the way, if you are a baseball fanatic like I am, uh, you'll be glad to know, I think, that this year it has been made official now that the Minnesota Twins will be carried on television again this year on uh, the Bally Sports Network. Now, of course, they're going to be right here on our radio station like they have been for, God, what do what is it now? How long has the affiliation been with KDAL? I think since the very first year of the Minnesota Twins. Don't quote me on that. But I do okay. know that KDAL is the longest continuous radio affiliate for the Minnesota Twins. Now, it, it, I suppose we should start setting the groundwork for people, too. That What that means is, though, occasionally... Uh, during the baseball season, there will be some disruption uh, with sound off, meaning uh, what what will happen many of the times 
is that we will be a little bit earlier than our regular time. Instead of it being from 11 to 2, it might be from 10 to noon or something. You know, Bruce Siski. 28, has, uh, ga- 28 days. We'll see <laughs> yeah. some interruption or no show at all. You're right. There you're right. Yeah, very good. And for just, what it's worth, and I'm not. Yeah. the first one is going to be uh, the 28th. To, yeah, yeah, spring the, training games. Yeah, the first one is the 28th. Well, the first one that's going to interrupt our program will be the okay. 28th. That's what, a Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday the 28th. So sound off will be 10 to noon on the 28th, but we'll talk more about that as we get closer. Okay, very good. A uh, couple of other things on this uh, immigration bill. I just uh, got a press release from FAIR. FAIR is the organization that uh, that covers immigration. They, they've done a fantastic job for many, many years letting us know what's really going on on the border. Um, I just want to give you some figures here. You ask, you think of it yourself, and as I'm giving you these figures, you ask yourself, should Secretary uh, Mayorkas be impeached? Secretary Mayorkas is the uh, secretary, he's the uh, uh, head of Homeland Security. He's the Homeland Security Secretary. And he's the guy that has told us all along, oh, the border's under control. They've got no problem there. The border's under, good under control. During Mayorkas's leadership, more than 8.5 million illegal aliens have been encountered at our border, along with 1.8 million gotaways. In other words, they just came strolling into the country, didn't uh, get rounded up. They just got away. They took off. 336 suspects that are on the FBI's terrorist watch list have been encountered attempting to cross the border illegally since 2021. Well, we've got 70... uh, we've got cops at the border. They're not going to get past that border. There's no way, Brad. Uh, Joe Biden and, and Mayorkas, you know, they're they're going to take care of this, Brad. I mean, the American you... people have full confidence in Homeland Security in this president. Kenny, I had total confidence that you had beaten the alcohol thing. You're, you're not drinking again, are you? Well, yeah, yeah, to start something. Um, here's the latest. This is an NBC News poll. Better choice to secure the border? Trump, 57%. Biden, 22%. Oh, Who are those 22 percenters? Those people are insane. Hardcore socialists that just, <laughs> they, they believe anything he says. Yeah. Look, we got a caller on the line uh, that wants to talk about this immigration uh, deal. Ed from Duluth. Ed, uh, welcome welcome to the show this afternoon. What's your feeling on Hi, what's Brad. going on? Hi. Well, Brad, um, I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes on Sunday. But uh, my wife had control of the remote, and she had it on that channel, and boom, they're talking about uh, immigration at the border. But what they were talking about is how all the Chinese nationals that are coming in. Oh, yeah. And that they're crossing the border, and uh, they have various reasons, you know, that they're coming here for a better life and all that. But um, Ed, why is, Ed, they were asking Ed, the question is how many 
Well, Ed, tell tell our listeners where they're getting their information on how to get across the border. Because I I did see that particular piece. I thought it was kind of interesting. Right. Yeah, they're getting their information from TikTok. Yeah, yeah, from TikTok, which is a Chinese-owned, owned by Byte. Uh, Bite Right or whatever it is owned by a Chinese firm and uh, they've been known to keep a lot of information about Americans on record but they're putting out immigration issues for illegal immigrants from China how to sneak into our country. Right, exactly. That's what they're doing. Teaching them how to sneak in and then another thing that I thought was really kind of strange is they highlighted how the uh, agents that were on the ground there were like um, tourist guides. You know, they they weren't trying to keep them out. They're greeters. They're like greeters at Walmart or some damn thing, you know. They're, right. They're <laughs> protecting the border, and that, that's far from what they're doing. They're greeting them. Oh, okay, here you go. Let's get in the car. Let's go somewhere. What? That's not their job. Yeah. They even showed some flyers that some of these people have been able to be, pick up in Chinese. So somebody is printing them on how to apply for uh, food stamps, how to apply for a cell phone, how to apply for different freebies uh, once you get here. Well, they <laughs> actually incredible. played a tape. They played a tape that was in Mandarin Chinese that told these people all that stuff. Right in the border uh, patrol vehicle. Yeah, we uh, we're uh, we got quite yeah, a country here. <laughs> it really is. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Look, look, we got to take our first break here. We got to try to stay on uh, uh, on schedule here. Um, let's take this break, and then we'll come back with more. KDAL time is 1226, 47 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth. We got a new record high for February 5th, 47, and we're not done yet, but that breaks the old record of 45 set back in 1877. How old were you in 1877? Uh, 10 or 12, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of, yeah. So you were just a young boy. Well, Brad, yeah, if you're counting, that was 147 years ago, and that oh. record has been broken, and there you go. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, listen, before we bring Tom on from Port Wayne, l- let me just finish these statistics real quick, because I think this will help our discussion with Tom. So we know we've got 8.5 million illegal aliens have been encountered at our border, plus 1.8 million gotaways. 336 were on the FBI's terrorist watch list, 70,000 special interest aliens potentially posing a threat to our national security were encountered, 6.2 million illegal aliens are now on the non-detained docket, meaning they're roaming around the country somewhere, including more than 400,000 known criminal aliens. Just because they were a criminal somewhere else, Brad, don't mean they're, yeah. yeah. And and then, then on top of everything else, folks, let's remember this. More than 50,000 pounds of fentanyl has been seized coming across our southern border, enough to kill 
every man, woman, and child in this country. Tom, thanks for calling in today. Well, you know, Brad Kidding was talking about uh, that warm 1877. Uh, that was the year my grandfather was born, uh, my dad. Oh. And okay. All of my grandparents came, were born in the 1870s and 1880s, and they came to this country at the turn of the century, okay? And when they right. came, they didn't want to have a, a, a runny nose. Uh, they didn't want to have any lice because they would de-louse you. Uh, That's right. There were actual classes that people went to to, you know, integrate them into the American culture. You know, it was completely different. Now, when my dad started having people, uh, cousins and stuff, come over in the 1960s and 70s, my dad had to sponsor them. They needed a person that if, if they ever ended up on uh, destitute, lose their job, my dad had to be financially uh, take care of them. Responsible for them, right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. This was not that long ago in the, in the 1960s and 70s. It was, it's a completely different form of immigration. And like you and Ed, I also watched that uh, 60 Minutes. And the most interesting thing, I think, was the fact that the Chinese government will not take any of these people back. Even if no. they're not fit to be here, the, and don't think that that's by accident. That's on purpose. The Chinese government is bringing in their people. Why do you think last week we had uh, the uh, head of the uh, FBI saying, well, the Chinese government, uh, through uh, different means over the Internet and whatever, will take down our water, they'll take down our electrical system, you know, all of these things. Yep. How do you think they're going to accomplish that? They're going to have people in the country to help and assist the people in China. Now, most right. of these people may be good, fine, upstanding Chinese immigrants, but there's a whole bunch of them that don't mean us any good. They're here to disrupt this country and to help take it down when the time is right. And, I, you know, unfortunately, that's the way it is. Now, I'll, I'll quick say something about Joe Biden. You and I spoke just a few weeks ago, and I said, remember, Joe Biden's going to do the pivot. And this yep. is the pivot. This, this it is. Pivot. He knows that's going to get shot down. He's going to go out and campaign then and say, see, I tried to get the Republicans. I was going to shut down the border, but look at the right. Republicans. Stand, yeah. See, people got to be aware of that because that is a setup. We have been set up. Who should be impeached? Not Mayorkas. Uh, no, you're right. In the White House, yeah. who's giving him the marching orders, Brad? He's the one to be impeached. And you know what? Uh, the Republicans are too scared to, to do it. But uh, most Americans are no longer believing when Joe Biden says, "I would shut the border down tomorrow." You know, yeah, those, right. Those damn Republicans, they're standing in my way. So let me let me ask you, Tom, let me ask you, it, are the Republicans going to be strong enough under Johnson to hold the line here to make sure this bill never becomes law? Well, I'll tell you what, if they're not, I will do everything within my power to see to it that. Uh, everybody's aware that I know of 
to not vote for them uh, ever again yeah. because they're falling yeah. apart on the abortion issue. They're falling apart on the marijuana issue here in Wisconsin. They're, and if they fall apart on the border issue, I'm here to tell you, uh, there is not going to be any way to stop people from fleeing from the Republican Party for being a bunch of uh, uh, chickens. You know, yeah. I won't use yeah. the other uh, word that goes along with chickens. <laughs> no, I know what you, I know what you're saying. Yes. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, it it, yeah, it really is. Uh, this issue, this issue crosses party lines. It crosses philosophies. It crosses common sense. I mean, when you if you look at that piece last night, and there was another one in the morning on one of the morning shows that talked about the cost of education. How many millions of children are flooding into the system that are not Americans? They're they're not here legally. They're criminal. Their parents are criminals. But they've now shown up on our doorstep and said, oh, you know all that money you're spending on education in your state? Well, you're going to have to spend a whole lot more because we're bringing in all our illegal children as well. And children should never be illegal but they're not native-born Americans. In some cases, some that are born here, they are coming. They are American children once they're born here. But whatever happened to the, uh, whatever happened to the philosophy? And I, well, I only bring this up because again, over the weekend, I was reading about how we're not making our quotas in military recruitments. The Navy hasn't made its quota. The Army is way under quota. The only one that's made his quota is the Marine Corps because they're so small anyway. And they, uh, they've got people just uh, waiting to get in because they want to challenge themselves, want to test themselves. But we're way under quota when the Army and the Navy and the, even the Air Force to some degree is under quota. Whatever happened to the, to the old theory, and it happened during the Vietnam War. I told you the story. I had a guy in my mortar unit in Vietnam uh, Elbert, Bill Elbert, they couldn't speak a word of English when he when he went in the Marine Corps. But he went in and he came to this country and he signed up because there was a program at that time that if you went in the military and you served four years, and especially if you ended up in a combat zone, you were given American citizenship. Let them earn it. Anyway, we got to go to CBS News. We'll be back shortly, folks. KDAL time is 1237, 47, and sunny in Duluth. We have broken a record. A record high today has fallen in Duluth. And uh, I don't know if that's music uh, to Justin from AirServe's ears, but, uh, boy, what a mild stretch we've seen here. It just just means Justin's going to have to dust off his air conditioning stuff even quicker. (laughs) Well, Commandant, I'll tell you what it really means for Justin. Justin's taking the afternoon off. Prairie Lake outside of Cromwell oh, with a couple oh, of buddies of mine from gold. church. And I got three copies in this bucket off to my left here. So, Oh, man. Yeah. So there are some golf courses. I know down in the cities there's a number of golf courses open already. Yeah, I know. Uh, my buddy Ron was telling me he was out smacking golf balls around the other day. 
I tell you, it's been a weird year, and yes, it has kind of disrupted the normal course of business that we would normally have, but, you know, we're always there, always available, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We're ready to take those appointments to go to the homes of your listeners Monday through Friday, and of course, we always want to make people aware of that after-hour service that we have because it comes in awfully handy for some people sometimes. Yes, and, and, you know, even though we have not had the brutally cold, long spells that we've had uh, last few years, uh, people people have to have good quality running heating and air conditioning units, e- even if it's just mild like this. I mean, you, you wouldn't want your furnace to go down even in this kind of weather. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. And, I, and I'll tell you what, you know, the conditions that we're in right now, we haven't had a very cold winter, so we haven't had a lot of stress on those existing systems. But I'll tell you what, if we get another blast like we had maybe back in January or so, there's a lot of systems that we're aware of that we've worked on in times past. They're aging. You know, people have been putting money into them the last two or three winters. And at some point, you know, it might be wise to look at some of our financing options, look at tax credits and rebates that might apply to that next purchase. We just don't want to get into a situation in which we're taking good money and throwing it after bad money. Maybe it's time to kind of cut it off and look at getting something new. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, you represent a company that carries mainly Bryant products, which are the finest, uh, you know, anywhere. All you got to do is read up a little bit on Consumer Reports or anywhere, and you know that Bryant, or if you've ever had a Bryant heating or air conditioning system in the past, you know they're like the Cadillac of uh, heaters. Well, everybody, everybody's got a friend that's a Ford guy, a Ram guy, a Chevy guy. Well, people get some of that brand loyalty when it comes to heating and cooling appliances in their home. And I go to the homes of your listeners all the time that have that older Bryant Pulse uh, Plus 90 system. That would have been the cool thing maybe oh, yeah. back when I was in high school or college. And, of course, they've been very satisfied with the functionality and the performance of that system. And they say, hey, I'd really like to get another Brian. Can you do that for me? And that puts a big smile on my face because that's what we would prefer to do in our customers' homes. You bet. Well, Justin, with, uh, with everything the way it is, uh, you're still extremely busy. And you're busy not only taking care of your own stuff, but you, you'll even uh, send texts out to your home Uh, If somebody has a different uh, system, maybe they've not had the quality uh, people come out to do repair work or or maintenance work, but you'll send them out to any home because that's the way you garner a lot of business in the long run anyway. So, yeah, you know, I've gotten to be kind of popular with some of the grandmas and grandpas are out there. I've had more contact with people, Brad, that are in their late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. And you know what people of that age want? You know, they want a friendly, professional person to come out to the house. Sometimes they're hesitant about calling because, you know, they don't want it to be too much trouble. They don't think it's a big deal. But I'll tell you what, you know, somebody's grandpa or great-grandpa's calling me on the phone. I'm going to be Johnny on the spot with them, even for something small. That's nice. That and and that is comforting. So, Northlanders, if you want some comfort on your heating and air conditioning system, you want to make sure that your quality is good and your home is in good shape for years to come. Listen up because I'm going to have Justin give you how to contact him at AirServe here in the Northland. Justin, let us know. How do we get a hold of you? telephone number coming down, 218-879-SERV, S-E-R-V, and a great website available 24-7, airserve.com, A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon.
So, Mr. Anyway, Bradley, Kenny, yes, you talked at length last week about this former uh, Trump administration uh, official who was uh, shot in a carjacking in Washington yeah. D.C. He, he died. died. Yeah, yeah, he died over the weekend. It was, uh, you know, and and here again. If I remember the story correctly, Kenny, he went downtown to pick up his wife, who was a lawyer for one of the departments in Washington, because uh, she was done at work and she needed to be picked up. And when he was waiting to pick her up, a guy with a gun took, you know, forced him out of the car. He wasn't going to give up his car because he thought maybe the guy would take his wife. I don't know what he was thinking. But anyway, they got into a hassle and the guy shot him. And he's now dead. You know what is really disturbing is I get these news, uh, they're just sentences. It's a thing, uh, what is this called here? Which one is, oh, it's called Topic Pulse. And it, okay. you know, they just give uh, bullet bulletins basically on, on these stories. Sure. One of them sure. is uh, the, the shooter, the killer, Artel Cunningham, who shot Gill. He was shot and killed by police officers, but it also went on to say, Preliminary information shows the suspect may have been in some sort of a mental health crisis or having some mental health issues. As oh, well, though, that makes it okay. That, well, that makes it okay. You know, it, it, it kind of paints a different picture. And now we're supposed to have sympathy and compassion for this guy. He killed another person, uh, Brad. Right. He killed right. another man who was a family man. Uh, yeah, he was having a mental health crisis, and thank God the cops killed him. It's like this whole thing in New York, Kenny, where, you know, I, I've read a couple of stories about these four or five uh, illegal immigrants that that started kicking and, and hitting and punching at uh, two police officers that were trying to arrest a guy. And, and they almost make it seem like, well, you know, they don't know our laws. They don't know what's going on here. They come from totalitarian countries where the police are really not very nice people. And so they're just responding to what they remember happening in their... No, these people illegally broke into our country. They now have come up to a, uh, an area in New York where they're illegal there. They've used up about all the uh, government money that can be poured their way for housing in beautiful hotel accommodations, food, clothing. I understand in in many of these states are giving them $50 cards to buy in, in, incidentals that they have. They're allowing them to use the health care system and then the first time a police officer says, hey, you guys, you got to move along. You can't be clouding up the entrances to these stores and stuff. And they go nuts and start hitting at police officers. And then to top it all off, the attorney general in the state says, well, you know, they, they don't have any money. We're, we can't charge them a bond. We can't, we can't have any connection there. We're just going to turn them loose and let them, uh, let them get on the next bus to California. What is wrong with people in this yeah. country? What, yeah. what is going on? I know. It is bizarre, isn't it? And earlier it I was really talking is. about the uh, cat that uh, Governor Walls has adopted. This was the <laughs> Animal Humane Society. So it was basically a, uh, a promotion for adopting cats. 
and pets in right. general. Uh, he had a cat, and he holds this cat, and this cat is squirming, trying to get out of his arms, and he does. And this was on Twitter. Well, okay, we're calling it X now. Uh, somebody posted, the last Waltz cat ran away from home. Looks like Honey is planning a getaway, too. Honey is the cat's <laughs> name. And the cat jumps out of his arm, and he's looking around like, how do I get out of this place? It, it's kind of funny, actually. The cat's making a breakaway. <laughs> Oh. oh, well, let me let me just read you a quick uh, quote I just got from one of our listeners who was referring to Tom when Tom was talking about if the repubs cave on this border crime issue, then they're all a bunch of chickens. Remember when he said that just a little bit ago this morning, this uh, caller said they're not chickens. They're immoral. They don't cherish or care about life or American way of life if they cave to this nonsense that Biden is trying to uh, foist on us as a new border bill. And and remember, there are some really strange things going on here. I want to do our... Uh, now, we, we have done our CBS News, have we not? Yes. We have, please, yeah. Please tell me we have. <laughs> okay. Boy, I'll tell you, I Good. just I just got a, a text from Corey yeah. from The Range. Oh, yes. Corey is tapping ma- maple trees. The sap is I running. I saw that. I saw that this morning. This is crazy, man. I'll tell you. Yeah, I think Joe is on to something here. So let's get rid of our cars and let's get, make it colder again. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to do yeah. this, Brad. He's right. Then we'd be okay. It's getting too He's hot. Right. Now, I noticed that Corey had the system down right because I think when you tap these maple trees, you only tap them to, what, an inch and a quarter or something like that? I wish we could, maybe we'll get Corey on the line, but I know that there's a limit, in, and in fact, he, the drill that he was using had a red band on it so that they wouldn't oh, go stop. any deeper yeah. than that. A stop, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. And boy, he pulled that drill out, and the sap started dripping out of that tree like crazy. Say, Brad, we just got an update from the National Weather Service, 48 degrees. Now, we do have a wind we're chill. Gonna, we do have a wind chill, Brad. Gonna, the winds are out of the south okay. at 7. So we do have a yeah. wind chill of 44. I'm going to take my dog walking <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how much I like it. I really like it. Anyway, we uh, I know we're just about to that point. I want to start on this bill, though, to give you some ideas of what is going on here. The, remember that this bill was assembled behind closed doors by a tight circle of establishment activists and their business donors. Remember, we had Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who appointed three senators. The three senators were Chris Murphy, a Democrat from Connecticut, Senator James Langford, who claims to be a Republican out of Oklahoma, but he's really not, and he's already taken cover this morning, and Senator Christine Cinema, an independent out of Arizona. The White House side was advised by Biden's pro-immigration border chief, the soon-to-be, hopefully, impeached Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, Mayorkas, even though you may not like him, Mayorkas is a skilled lawyer who has cut numerous loopholes in the nation's border language and laws, while arguing that the crush of migrants will be easier to manage if the migrants are let in by legal pathways. Bull, B as in boy, and S as you know what. 
He's arguing that Americans have a moral duty. That's what that's what Biden is expressing too. We're a country of uh, of immigrants. We we have a moral duty to accept these I would in migrants. Fact make sure that there is. We immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. President, Biden. a president with compassion, finally. Yeah. I I would only ask Biden, uh, our own uh, government, once they they sit down with these people and question them about their coming here for uh, because they are fleeing oppression and they're seeking asylum, how many of them actually are getting asylum? How many are turned away that, man, that's not, you're, you're, you're really stretching the asylum thing here. It, it's, the way I understand it, it's less than about 30% of those seeking asylum actually have a case. They might not like what's going on in their country. They might not like their ability there. And they look at America as the land of milk and honey. But they're not really asylum seekers. Anyway, we got to take our uh, we got to take our Minnesota news break here, and then we'll come back. And this last hour, we're going to really get into this bill because there's some, you know. First of all, I really have to question a bill that is forced on people at what six o'clock on a Sunday night, and then said, you know, you got to get this. Uh, yeah, you you have a couple of days to read it here, and you get it all done. We want to take a vote on Wednesday. Really? That's what you want to force on the American public? Anyway, we'll be back right after uh, Minnesota News. KDAL time is 12.54. It's warm out, Brad. It's 48 degrees. And on the phone, we do have Chris Dahlberg from high atop the U.S. Bank building. Chris, put the shorts away. It isn't that warm yet. It's pretty nice, though. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It really is. I'm liking this winter. I mean, I'm already talking to somebody about sales for my uh, sailboat. So people said, boy, oh, yeah. you know, probably people are already thinking about trying to pull that dock out into <laughs> the water and everything. So. Well, you know, people are going to try to rush the season a little bit. But, uh, you know, we could still get a dump here in February for sure. Um, and maybe even early March. So oh, we are going to get snow, I, I bet. So I wanted to do my uh, my time here today just to say to everybody, uh, come on down to Grandma's uh, sport, not the sports garden, but Grandma's on the right next to the canal. And it's go inside. It's at the sandbar. But from six to eight, we're going to have a little fun squirrely event. It's just a, okay. it's a time just to have some some drinks and uh, a little bit of food. But uh, I told you before, we're going to do go on the wheel of fortune. Um, so, uh, Brad, while Brad Bennett is the best advertising you can ever get, we're we're doing that too. <laughs> And, but for the listeners, there's not going to be any seminar tonight. There's not any, it's not going to be an infomercial or anything. We're just going to have some fun. I think there's maybe some chicken wings. Maybe there's some sparabs, uh, sparabs, and I don't know what What else. a nice deal. What a nice deal. Well, now, we should tell people, we should tell people the sandbar is upstairs at Grandma's, right? No, wrong. It's, it's actually downstairs. Oh. I don't know what the upstairs one is. So when you come oh. into Grandma's, there's the reception desk, and you just yeah. take a quick you'll take a quick right, and there's okay. going to be a, sort of a room off to the side, and but it's just going to be a fun little gathering. We're just going to watch the show, 
and uh, maybe people will be doing the the spin and guessing guessing the words and everything. Uh, but we're well, going to you know, watch the show because you're going to premiere your first TV uh, ad. Yeah, and it's lighthearted, but it's fun. And you know, the theme of that ad, Brad, is this. And we've talked about this at Dahlberg Law Office. Getting your estate done, estate planning done, is as easy as one, two. So you'll see that on the TV, but you can see it live tonight. <laughs> all right. Take care, Very good, all. Chris. Love to see people there. All right. Thank you, Chris. Hey, Chris, give the yeah. phone number one more time, yeah. please, of the Dahlberg Law Firm. Sure, 218-722-5809. Hope to see people down there for some food. Take care. Thank, thank you, my friend. Well, look, we've got Donna has been hanging on from Aiken on the phone. I want to get him on here in the last minute or so. Don, good afternoon. Thanks for hanging. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, just one, uh, I was in a meeting in Duluth, and I listened to this mental illness. Uh, every crime, rape, killing is not mental illness. There's evil out there also. Yes. And there, it's like a, everything, There's they've got to find a, uh, an excuse for these things to happen. So I piped up. I couldn't listen to it anymore. It got very quiet. We took care of my uncle 54 years who was mentally ill. We know what mental illness is, but some of these uh, crimes, uh, murders, rapes are going on. Those are planned. Those are not uh, mental illness. They are evil. And that's what I wanted to say. Good, good stuff, Don. In fact, you're absolutely right, Don. In fact, people use mental illness as a cover for the fact that they've committed a crime and they know that the court system will look at them differently if they if they come in and say well he had a mental he just lost lost it he had a mental condition and he he just didn't know what he was doing under that fit of rage uh you know don is absolutely right yeah there's a lot of mental illness a lot of it is caused by drugs and uh, but there's also a lot of evil out in society today. We unfortunately see it all the time. Well, look, folks, we've uh, we've shot through hour number two, but we got another hour to go, and I'm going to continue on the deciphering of some of the things that is in this absolutely disgusting bill that will not close our border at all when we come back. <laughs> 